Okay. So hello and welcome. I'm Sue Palmer Conn, aka The Divorce Doctor, and I welcome you to Heart to Heart with The Divorce Doctor and Friends. Whether you or a loved one are considering divorce, in the midst of it, or coming out of it, this show is what you need to listen to. Divorce seems to affect everyone in some way. It can be an overwhelming life event, not only for the person going through it, but for friends and family of those divorcing too. We're here to walk the path with you, bringing you specialists who can help you make better decisions, provide you with resources, and give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that, quite frankly, can bring out your worst. And today, I'm so excited to be here with an amazing woman, Jill Wigmore Welsh. Jill, or Jay to her friends, is a coach, trainer, speaker, and author who's worked in the field of health and well-being, personal development, and lifestyle change and lifestyle change for over 40 years. She's worked with Olympians, theatre and dance performers and leaders in industry and government, often helping them after they've experienced catastrophic injuries. Nowadays, all her work is online, working with midlife, stuck in a rut, in pain, depressed women with multiple diagnosed labels of medical conditions who want to evoke their deep natural ability to heal, to self-heal, without barriers and unleash their deep purpose into the world. The programme is called Well Whole Woman. So welcome, Jill. Good morning, Sue. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. And you? Pretty good in these times. We're just in, as you know, we're in the UK. We're just going into that autumn time. So we've got some interesting changes taking place. Yeah, absolutely. Ups well, and downs, rain one day, sun the next. Yeah. I think that, that reflects everything that's going on, really. There are so many absolutely. shifts and changes that are outside our control. Yeah. You know? My favourite season is autumn. Mine too. Mine too. So thank you for fitting us into your very busy schedule. So I'm going to ask a few questions because you've got so many talents that I really want to let the listeners into all your secrets. So can you tell us a bit about the way that you work and the results they can expect from working with you on the Well Whole Woman programme? Yeah, so I, I, I work with women uh, in their midlife, so midlife and, and on really, so 40 plus. And the majority of the women that I work with have got these multiple labels. They've gathered like these multiple identities of labels, whether it be anxiety, depression, chronic pain, you know, you can understand they've been through the whole of the medical gamut. And so when they first find me, um, they're usually not, they're not at a good state, if that makes sense. They, mm -hmm. Their life is really not good. So when you were introducing how people are when they come to you uh, with divorce, after divorce, much like that when they come to me when they're, they've got problems with their health if you like so they're not sleeping well they're they think their life is over they're taking lots of medication they can't do things with their family they'd love to get back to being able to get out and go like hiking or walking or going to the beach or things like this and really it's as if they just hit a brick wall so when they come to see me they're in a bad state and one of the first things that i do is actually just to work with them to find out what we can evoke it would actually be something that is a passionate powerful interest that would enable them to think that they might want to move forward so that that's that that's the first stage because unless you really feel as if there's something really exciting to go towards then you you don't feel like going there um, and then when they work with me I, I basically what I do is I use lots and lots of ways to bring out either skills and resources that they already have 
but they might have forgotten that they have or not used for a while they're not very good at using them or to give them new skills that might be mental skills or physical movement skills because I'm very much about embodiment so very much about being in your body using your body and feelings and things mm. like this so yeah yeah I mean it, it's so important to bring out the passion and the purpose once you once you've got that fixed then everything else can be worked around it it just sounds so easy though doesn't it and I think when you've been through as I have lots and lots of years and years of personal development work you tend to just sort of think oh yes passion and purpose yes I've got that tick box but you know sometimes people may have either never found it or it's 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 been so compressed within the structure of their life that they've been told they should be like this, they shouldn't be like this, that actually it's quite challenging for them to to get in touch with that. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy work. And I always think it's important for people to recognize it's 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 not simple work. You don't no, just no. say, "Oh, I, I'll go out. It's a Thursday. I'm going to find my passion today." <laughs> no, you're probably going to find like a, a, an interest you might have forgotten about, but like somewhere deep down is something that you have just put to one side over time. So there we go. Yeah, that and that's it, isn't it? We we bury our true identity under being somebody's wife or somebody's mother or somebody's employee or employer and, and yeah and, and also those identities then get muddled because yeah. when you have something when you have something wrong with you one of the reasons people like to choose me is because I have the clinical experience so when people come to see me, there's the sort of the science on the one side and then the sort of the arts and creativity on the other side. But for many people, they've, they've taken on these labels, you know, like, you know, they'll say, oh, I've got, you know, I've got fibro, I've got IBS, because now I've discovered I've got diabetes and I've got this. And it's like they're collecting all these labels and actually they become those identities that are going backwards and forwards to see clinicians, people in white coats there. And, and they've really lost touch with any ability that they have. And then, as you say, the people around them, maybe their, you know, wife, mother, sister. And, yeah, and somewhere in there, I always say, is that girl. Yeah. That girl absolutely. who absolutely. was on the beach like me, holding up pieces of seaweed going, it's seaweed, look! And actually, they lost it. They just lost that. And then for some people, it's almost like it's wrong to get back in touch with that joy and bliss and fun. And it's like, oh, I'm too old now. I shouldn't be. You know, I'm oh, sensible and serious. And it's like, nope. <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh, age is only a number. Yeah, yeah. And I did a, I was doing, I was doing some work the other day with somebody around the reframe on that because he'd actually got, because I do work with medication treatment. Um, but, you know, he has a, an issue which is a life shortening thing, but he's now lived, outlived what he was told would be his lifespan, if you like. Um, so we were doing some things around what those numbers are and how many 
months in these years that are things like this. So um, it, it really, real. what is real in the world is, is an interesting question. That's it. What is real? Yeah, we create our own reality, hopefully. Mm. Oh, then we could go off on a whole other philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a few glasses of wine between us, I think. And then if we had more people, it would be like, let's run a conference. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, one, one question, what do you believe reality is? You know, 20 people answer the question. That would be an amazing conference. But, absolutely. Uh, perhaps yeah, we'll, but at least even we'll that. Yeah, but even that, if I were to talk to many people and say to them, you know, what you believe isn't real, they'd look at me like, what? What, 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 what do you mean it's not real? It's like, well, um, okay, so now we need to go a little bit further. So people are so, in, you know, people go at their own pace and their own rate into what they want to learn to do. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you've done all sorts of things and, you know, you're so multi-talented, lots of strings to your bow. What do you consider to be your greatest asset? Well, I think one of the things that I discovered, I, I think the letter C. <laughs> okay. Because I think that very early on, I discovered that I was able to communicate with people. So I think that what I learned early on was that the particular work that I went into wasn't my chosen career, there's that C again, um, but I could do it. And I didn't find it difficult, I found it easy to do because most times I discovered that most people didn't really understand what was going on. And also that nobody was listening to them, that nobody was actually listening to really what's happening in their world. So I would say the biggest skill I have is actually just putting it another way, plain, simple communication. And actually really wanting, you know, compassionately to go deeper and actually be there with the person and say, you know, this is a confidential space. I'm holding this space and I, I really want to go deeper and I really want you to feel confident. So it's all these C words that yeah. start to come out. And I thought, yeah, that's that's really what it is, because you can. If, you know, I've run business in the past and I've employed staff. And the thing is, you can teach people techniques. You can teach them modalities. You can teach them things. But what you can't do is really work with them to enable them to really, really get into other people. And I, and I think that's, you know, I love I love people. I think they're great. <laughs> yeah, it's getting, it's getting that connection, isn't it? Another C word. Yeah. <laughs> Collaborate, connection. Yeah, so absolutely. It's it is literally around the connecting and uh, just being who you are. Because I think if you're going to say, oh, it's a Thursday, I'm going to work using this particular technique. So you're right. You know, I've gone in depth into the the physical world, the physical world of therapy movement body using yourself but i've also gone deeply but most times most people do have skills and actually it's around being kind and listening to them and actually finding out where they come from and what little drops need to just be put in in order for them to make the shifts yeah, yeah. um and to stay away 
not to push it too fast, just to allow them to move at their own, right, at their own pace, their own evolution, whatever pace it is that they go at. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was looking at your um social media posts and some of the things that you talk about are journals yeah yeah so i notice you've got a lot of journals yeah i keep a gratitude journal daily and i find it really oh. helps to keep me positive yeah so how do your journals work and you know what sort of areas are you looking at Okay, so some of this is a throwback because I remember when I was going to do a PhD in ergonomics at one point along the journey, <clears throat> and uh, the professor in the department there saying quite bluntly, you know, after somebody done their presentation on the firing of the hamstrings when you go from sitting to standing, uh, he made the comment that, you know, as I was considering joining the department, he said, you know, whatever you do, he said, it's always good to ground this into something that's actually going to make a change for humanity. And I remember sort of going, oh, yes, so measuring the rotational element of the thoracic spine might not actually. So where I come from is to actually say, what practical tool can I create? Yeah. Because yeah. I could write academic papers, yes, but it wouldn't reach it wouldn't reach people. And if what's happening is that someone has got a problem with something like sleep or pain or waking in the night and you you'll you know you'll be in touch with this when people have got these recurrent dreams that they keep having over years and years and years um recording things for their own benefit is an incredibly useful way for them to actually just keep a record yes so i wanted to create tools that people could use so that if they were either working with me or someone else, there was a way that they could be recording these elements of themselves. So, so that's one of the reasons for the journals. The other one, which I think I've got one here actually, which is the, I don't know if it's showing. Oh yeah, that looks lovely. Thank you very much. Um, that actually opens up. And you, what you've said is very important to me as well. Um, if you open it, you can see it's got the rose. Yes. Mm -hmm. I wanted something that when somebody pulled it out of their handbag, it didn't look NHS issue. Yeah. <laughs> Record it. So this is designed for two reasons. This is a nine week one and I have a 27 week one, which is going up shortly. It's a, it's a weekly journal. So each week you have seven days to write and three days of blank pages. So the reason for this is that I want people to keep a record of what is happening and then to be able to jot down. So supposing they were working with you, like if, it, like if, it, if they were going through divorce, after divorce, you could say, look, get one of these because when we work together, this is what I'd like you to be working on. Yeah, it, it enables you to actually structure something over a nine week or a 27 week period. Yes. And it enables them to understand that change doesn't happen overnight. Um, 
because I'm I'm not altogether in favour of those people who go come to me and I'll give you this quick fix. Zip zap zoo will slide you into the past. We'll wave a magic wand. You'll suddenly have got over your trauma and it's gone. And I'm like, okay, yeah, right. So this is actually also about pacing, yeah. Yeah. So this is actually about being kind and pacing. So I've got the other one I'm bringing out, which is 27 weeks, which is carefully made so it's half a year. It's big enough, because that will be three three dots of this. It would actually be big enough that people could split the day, the week in half and use it for a year. Because actually, if you filled that in every day, there's a lot there that you can write yeah. down. Um, and it's a positive one, because I want them to keep good memories of the week as well. So I'm not asking them to record their pain. I'm saying all the good stuff. So those are the tools. So I created the tools before I actually wrote my book about the Well Woman program, <laughs> because I thought let's let's start creating the tools that people can use, and then let's let's start looking. But also these are available all over. You can buy these from Amazon. You can go in on Amazon, put in my name, and you can buy one of these, and they can be delivered all over the world, which yeah. I think is awesome. And they'll always be there. Yeah. I'll be there after I've gone. And the, the beauty about these is that you can, you know, it's a record of your own progress. So you can look back and see how far you've come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is, I say, when I looked, I couldn't find anything, which is why I created it. Because I couldn't find anything that didn't start from like January or with this, you can start any day you like. Yeah. You, you can say my week starts next Monday and that's it. So the first day. But there's also for the clinicians, the coaches and the therapists, there's an element of commitment on the part of the client because this is something that they buy for themselves. So this isn't something that you give them. Yeah. So I don't yeah. say, I'll give them away to your clients. I say, no, point them in the direction of purchasing one because, you know, this is, but you can use this as you see the well-being one, there will be another two titles that come out, but I've also been very careful because where somebody is working with, say, divorce you might not want to pull out of your diary my nine week after divorce <laughs> no oh, my nine week i'm seeking a partner diary journal. <laughs> imagine sitting there on the train you're like so it's it's chosen um it's chosen to be careful and there's some nice there's some nice poems on the back and the bigger one's going to have meditation processes in as well yeah because my fresh start program is a six month program so that 27 week one would just fit in perfectly exactly and this you see this was the other thing that that i as i said i looked and i thought to myself well yes there are journals but these because of the way i've done it because you've got these seven days and then you have blank pages like this and you've even got little flowers in the corner so if you wanted to, you could colour them in. Yeah. So you, you know, you've got you've got, I mean, the, the plain paper it says, keep life simple, my best memories of the week. Yeah, and doing this free writing, even if it is doesn't mean it makes sense, you know, just writing without taking the pen off the paper brings out so many things that you you that the kinesthetic, because if you sign, if you sign your name with your hand, 
or you sign it with your elbow or your knee or your foot, it's the same signature pattern move, no matter which part of you you use. So it is a complete systemic ingrained like fingerprint that runs through you. So as soon as you begin to start to write, it's highly evoking yeah. uh, to actually do that and give yourself permission to do it. Um, and the program that I, I, I because I'm extremely pro-writing, um, the, the program that I run includes this sort of evoking and using this sort of creative force to actually allow yourself to evoke and manifest this from within. So yes, the, so there will be, um, there, there will be another one which has got similar colors because I like the rose, I like the rose. Um, mm -hmm. And there will, but there will be some others as well, but they will all be very carefully thought through to enable people to, um, as I said, to, to feel as if this is something they like to have or they want to give somebody because it's like, it's quite a nice thing to own. The three thick one, I can't do it because this is one of the little like yep. sleep journal. Now you probably can't see it very well, yeah. but that's actually also got a really nice cover to it. Do you follow? So that's that's got like this really nice pattern on it. So it, it and this, but this one's quite simple because this is just lined pages. Because I don't want to push onto people what they put into something. It's it's but the idea is that there are five in this series. So you've got sleep, dreams, uh, mindfulness, pain, and nighttime answers. And the nighttime answers came around because I often found, because I train people in how to sleep better, a part of the program. I found, I found, and I don't know if you've ever found this, that while I was actually um, doing some, a lot of work, I would wake in the night and my <laughs> unconscious mind would have been going doo, 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 like this. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I'm asleep. And my unconscious mind was like, no, you're not. Yes, you won't put you asleep. No, you just and then I'd wake up and I'm like, oh my God, this is such a good idea. Where did this come from? And I actually did that when I was writing one of my dissertations that I, I could not sleep in the night and I couldn't work out why. And then I worked out that I was just thinking. So I started writing in the night. I'd wake and I'd write. I'd have pen and paper. Yeah. And I'd yeah. just write out everything that came out. And then I'd wait and I'd go, anything more? I've always had pen and paper at the side of my bed. I didn't have to have the light on. I just used to write. And my entire dissertation was joined up thinking by my unconscious mind overnight. And I used to read it in the morning and I'd be like, this is really clever. <laughs> I want to be sort of this. So, so the nighttime answers fits with the sleep and the dreams because I get recurrent dreams when I'm reworking those things in my mind and actually recording dreams if you don't record your dreams unfortunately you forget them mm -hmm. and I have some I mean I woke up I was on a training course recently because I invest heavily in me so I was on a training course recently and I woke up in the morning singing <laughs> I was so happy I literally I woke up and I was singing as I woke 
Um, and I just laughed because as I went downstairs, it was like, oh my, something's unlocked last night. So, so yeah, so there's five, but there will be more journals. But the idea is to create tools, do you understand? So it's like, I'm creating tools for other people to use. So I'm creating tools for clinicians, for coaches, for people to use grounded things that have got a, an essence to them. There we go. And the, the covers are beautiful. I actually, again, you see, I, I, I can, I, I like color. I like creating. I like you've probably seen some of my posts. I, I sort of create interesting juxtapositions of colors and letterings and things. It is just a natural gift. It's something I can do. I'm highly creative. I have, I can weave. I can make stained glass. I paint. Um, when I make and create avatars, they're all drawn and coloured and, wow. you know, um, I can grow gardens. Um, so for me, if I, this was the other thing that I looked at some things and I thought, oh, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want one of those. You know, I, I wouldn't want something like that. I'd, I'd, I'd want it to look like something really nice that if I got it out of my bag, it would be like, oh, that looks lovely. So... So yeah, all the covers will be, there will be various other ones because I'm going to, as I say, I'm not going to say what the title is going to be just yet. But they're very carefully thought through because I know where people are working with, say, somebody who has been traumatized or somebody who has got deep depression and maybe fluctuates towards the sort of suicidal mm -hmm. spectrum. Then it's really important to try to ensure that the cover actually um, is suitable that, that there is a sort of a depth to the cover. And this one is all about love because love is really, you know, self-love, as you know, is the, is the foundation. Yeah. So there we go. So that's yeah. that. Yeah. So before we go, you've got this online questionnaire to help women know where they are with their health. Do you yeah, want to I know. I made this earlier this year. So I made this earlier this year because I was thinking of things that, again, a tool, yes? Yeah. And I was thinking, well, we're going through all these phases at the moment because everything is happening in the world. And there were lots of people saying that they were feeling this way and that way. And then I thought to myself, but how do they find out where they are on a sort of a, yeah. a spectrum? Do you understand? And I thought, well, okay, so I'm a scientist and researcher. I can read a paper, but at the end of the day, how can I make it that somebody really understands this result without it being scary? And yeah. I thought, well, it would be useful. So I created this evidence-supported questionnaire. So it is like a, a scale of naught to five, you know, the kind of thing that I'm talking about. And you get a score out of 140. But what I've done is I've enabled them to have the results in three different ways. So the first way is that they get their burnout score. So if you do the questionnaire, you get what I call a straight burnout score, you know, that tells you where you are, like on a scale of naught, like you should be, and 100, you know, you could be lying on a beach being a starfish, uh, or like 140, oh my God, get me to my doctor straight away. Um, it also meant that if people were doing it and they were coming to me saying, I think I'm a bit stressed, I can look at it and go, you might need a bit of a checkup. Why don't you go and see your doctor? All right. So there was that side, and again, that's that's available for anyone to use. And if other people wanted to use it, they could chat to me about it. But then also, 
I wanted to be able to position people on a wellness spiral. Yeah. Where you've got like your lower evolving level of the spiral up. And I wanted to put that in terms of the color codings of the spiral and to enable that to be in a relational aspect to the world. So you get your place on the wellness spiral as well. So that's like, well, that's different. And then I thought, but what else? And I thought, well, they need, they need to know they've got inner resources because there's no point in telling them they're scoring 120 out of 140 and they're like down here. What about, what have they got that's there? So I've taken that element and I've translated that into, if you like, a spirit animal. Oh, wow. You are the animal. But I've taken the characteristics of, and I've got five, and it's, I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head, it's starfish, deer, koala, uh, oh gosh, brain, dolphin, and there's one badger. So you've got five levels, you've got five possibilities, but these are powerfully positive characteristics. So these are like your inner resources, yes? So the idea is that when you do the questionnaire, yes, you get that wellness burnout thing, you get your position, but you also get what your resources are. And funny enough, somebody did it the other day and she, she said to me, you're psychic. I said, what do you mean? She said, this is totally accurate. I said, I know. And I said, just made it, just created it. And she said, so this is what it is. So, and I feel that a lot of women who are very much in touch with their spiritual side I'm very interested in this connection with nature and the universe and etc. I think for them, actually knowing they have got this powerful resource inside, especially with like your kind of clients where they might yeah. be going through or just been through, a, and I've been through, I went through a horrible divorce. I know exactly what it feels like to get out the other side um, or even when you're going through it. But you've got to have resources when you're doing that. At the same time, you can be terribly stressed and really close to like burning out but equally you you've got that power you've still got that little ember in there so that's how it is and so what will happen is i'm just going to create a new little picture go with it so that people can see the different little animals and those are your inner reserves and then a wellness spiral and then like a little burnout picture of someone's head exploding, but not quite, you know what I mean, with like flames coming out. But that's what people will get, and that's free. Um, that is a free questionnaire. And then, of course, if somebody wants to go deeper with me, so if they do it, and then they think, I think I'd like to know a bit more. When you get the results, you get it spoken, so people can listen to it. You get a download. You also get access to some recordings like... Um, relaxation movement work etc so i give them quite a lot of chunky recording movement things that they can put in place yeah and then i basically people can lead through if they want to talk to me or they want to make an appointment it's got the information there etc but also that then leads into the well woman program etc yeah. where, where can we where can we get hold of this it's on my website but what i suggest we do because you're going to be putting this up i'm assuming yeah. on your um on your podcast i think the best thing for me to do is to send you the link to the actual page that it's on oh right right because it's on my website but what i've done 
is I've, I mean, at the, at the top of my website, which is Jill, obviously, jillwigmore-welsh.com, <laughs> very original, you look along the top, it says take the test. And if you go in to take the test, that's how you access it. It's as simple as that. And you just go straight in, you click through, you go to a page, and then it's got some information. And then literally you take the test and everything happens automatically after that. Brilliant. So I'll, I'll put that in the um, the notes for the podcast. Lovely, thank you. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put the website in and if you send me the link, I'll put the link in the sure. notes as well. So it's been brilliant talking to you. It's I've I've laughed and I've you've given me a lot of <laughs> thought provoking information. Mm. So thank you ever so much for giving up your time to talk to heart to heart. Thank you very much for inviting me, Sue. It has been a lovely, lovely opportunity to get to know you better. And as I say. As we both know, women really need support. Um, there's going to be, by the time we get to 2050, the number of over 60s women in the world is going to be extremely high. Wow. So women do need a lot of support uh, because there's so much, they, we need them. We need women to be speaking out, don't we, Sue? Absolutely, yeah. Women. So I've just finished by saying, as well as being a divorce coach, I was divorced myself at age 50. So I've been in the same situation as you. Let me walk down the path with you as your thinking partner. Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Reach out to us at www.divorce-doctor.com or find me on Facebook or LinkedIn, Dr. Sue Palmer Conn.